them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And Tara's not with us. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to talk uh, a lot of TV, actually. If there's a theme, I think, today, Wendy, I think it's TV. Good. I like TV. Yeah. So we got some some shows that we're going to talk about, some other little this and, this is and that's. Um, and we have some mail. Mail. Uh, but when, before we get to all that good stuff, do you, is there something that you want to tell us about? Well, I mean, well, first of all, I can do celebrity birthdays, but I was going to That's what I meant. I didn't mean to throw you off. I should have just said birthdays. I'll do celebrity birthdays. Oh, hang on. My my mother is calling through messenger. Let me turn that off. I don't know how she finds the messenger button. I really don't. And then I'll call her back on her, just the regular cell phone. Yeah. Thinking, okay, well, she calls me back. She's at, and this hap- might happen like five or six more times. <laughs> oh, good. She, and she just keeps pushing that button and wondering why I'm not answering. So I'll try to forge through it. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Let's start off with who do I want to do? You know, I feel like this, I could have almost done a completely, again, Marvel birthday, but I, but I won't. But I will start with Marvel. Great. Don Cheadle. I mean, he's, oh. he's known for so many other things. He's so cool. He's great. Hotel Ro- Rwanda, Boogie Night. Yeah. Well, he's had a hell of a career, huh? Oh, yeah. He's great. Don <clears throat> Cheadle, November Don 29th. Che- Don Cheadle. <clears throat> I'm going to say that he is turning 56. 59. Okay. Born in 1960. I feel like he, it That's almost great. made me think he should be older because he's just been around for a long time. Yeah, but good for him. Happy birthday, Don. He was like in his fifties, fighting his uh, Iron War monger. What was the what was his character's name? Iron Patriot or War Machine? I think it's War Machine. Yeah. Well, then then they wanted to rebrand him as Iron Patriot in Iron Man. No, three. I don't like that name. That's kind of clunky. Because his and then but he kept his password to his login was War Machine Rocks. So I'm telling you, I've seen that movie a lot. War, Mach- War Machine is a great, yeah, uh, all, you know, alter ego, yeah. whatever. It's you a call good that. name. It's a good name. It's great. It's great. Uh, on November the 30th, we have someone who was. I feel like. I mean, I don't know that she was not. She wasn't underappreciated, but I. I don't think people gave her credit for being as funny as she was. Honestly, on this show, Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, Big Bang Theory. Oh, sorry, mom's calling. <laughs> Should we take bets on Decline. how many times Mom's two. We're to two. Yes, we'll do a count. Two. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco. See, here's the thing. Here's my thing with Kaylee. I really like Big Bang Theory. And of course, it was all like Sheldon and uh, what's his name? The other and, guy. You know, all, the, all the funny guys. And it was she, but she had to be, because I remember they they, cast, they did the pilot and they recast that character. Oh, I didn't know Because I that. think they wanted some, the original one they thought didn't come out. Like, not that she was mean to the nerdy boys. But um, not as likable. They wanted maybe? someone who was more likable, I guess, or didn't come across as like 
Uh, whatever. But she she came in, and I think she had to constantly react to their weirdness, sure. but always make it funny. And I just right. really liked her as a character. And anyway, how old is Kaylee Cuoco? I think Kaylee is thirty five. 38. Okay, okay. I'm not doing great here. That's okay. That's okay. I mean, these are hard. These are hard. They are. Uh, okay, and someone else who uh, I first saw in Allie McBeal. Oh. She's also been in Charlie's Angels. Kill Bill. Oh, yeah. Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. Oh, boy. It's just, this is, these are all very difficult, Wendy. Well, I don't know. I'm going to say <laughs> what's <laughs> difficult, what's not. I'm going to say Lucy Lou. Oh, I'm just. I'm, mm. Mm. All right. I'm going to go. I, I've been going under, so I'm going to go older than what I really think. So I'm going to say 57. We're close. 55. Okay. okay. December 2nd, she okay. was born. She'll be 55. Well, happy birthday, Lucy. She Lou. looks great, of yeah, course. Of course. I mean, she, she always looks great. Amazing. I remember an Allie Mobile. I forget her character's name, but she always had that little oh. like little mean look. <laughs> she was always really it was like this weird little mean. growl. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah, of course. It was yeah. huge. I love that show. Yeah, she it was, was so good. Show was huge. A little dancing mm-hmm. baby. Oh yeah. No, Lucy Lou was great. Dancing ba- I remember the first time the dancing baby came out and mom and I laughed so hard. Because we had never seen it. Sure. And we thought that was the funniest thing. And it was pretty good. And it was at the time. Yeah. Um Quick side note, please have right now when we're recording this. Yeah, it's Cyber Monday, and oh, yeah. I don't know about you, but I am so tired of being bombarded with <sighs> emails and texts. Of course, and yeah. uh, you need to buy this, and you need to buy it now, and it's constant. And then there was like there was this one site I was on, and I kept putting something in my cart, and I was like, no. And then I think I accidentally left it in my cart, Uh-oh. and I got an email saying, hey, we'll give you free shipping. <laughs> Just do it. I I don't know how I feel about that. Be like, oh, you left something in your cart. I didn't ask you to remind me. It's a little it's a little no, intrusive. But, well, it is intrusive, but when you're throwing in free shipping, it's it's. I mean, at it least works, there's that because right? you did you pull the trigger? I mean, on? no. No, oh, okay. it's kind of expensive, oh, and right. I don't need it that bad. <laughs> it's a it's a signed Rogue One picture signed oh, by nice. Diego Luna and Felicity Jones. Okay, but it's cool. It's the moment at the end where they hug and they're about to die. Where do you Spoiler. go for a thing like that? SWAU Star Wars uh, Autograph Universe, and they do a lot of dope. signings. And I'm like, I don't need to buy autographs. I know this, but it's like the picture's cool. Okay. It's very symmetrical. But I, yeah, no, I'm not gonna get it. I'd be really stupid, but have, did you buy anything for the between the Black Friday and the Cyber Monday? I bought some presents. In fact, yeah. one might be coming for you. Wow! That I bought last night when I couldn't <laughs> sleep, but it was cool. That's so nice. Um, I bought yeah, I bought some things for Christmas gifts. I got one okay. little thing for myself, uh, but I like all the. It's Black Friday. Oh, well, now it's also Saturday. We've extended our deal. Now yeah. It's exactly. Cyber Monday. They just keep going. It's just one and big just weekend. just keep going. And it's good. It's good. I yeah, mean, we yeah, got, I've uh, bought some things, but. We got a rug. We got a ruggable. Do you know ruggables? Yeah, I have two ruggables. Great. Got a big Both old Star rug Wars. coming. Very cool. It's funny. So we need an area rug for the living room, and we're looking at all these different styles, and they have... A cool, like some cool Star Wars stuff yeah. that's very subtle that you wouldn't mm-hmm. know as Star Wars, like some Mandalorian stuff. Yeah. And so 
I was picking out the designs I liked and we were going to compare. And I threw a Mandalorian one in there to see if she'd notice. Because unless you know, mm-hmm. no. you don't know what you're looking at. Sometimes you don't know. And I'm like, well, what do you, what do you think of this one? She's like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, mm, that's Mandalorian. We can't. You're not going to let me buy that. She's like, I actually don't mind it. <laughs> I'm like, oh. But we didn't get subtle. it. We didn't get it. Both the minor ships. That's cool. So, you know. Yeah. They are subtle, though. I mean, you walk in, no one's going to know unless they actually look at it. And like, wait, that's an X-Wing. That's a Millennium Falcon. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. And then, you know, you can buy a different cover and then just replace it. Yeah. Throw it in the wash. And then, of course, you'll get ads popping up. (laughs) And I haven't actually had many Ruggable ads. Ruggable, Ruggable, Ruggable. Now I want to see if they show up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I haven't had that many. I've got a lot of other random things popping up all the Mm. time, but not Ruggable. Let's see if I get one. No, well, give it a minute. Oh, and then to top it all off, the day after Cyber Monday is Giving Tuesday. Right. So That's then you feel too. guilty if you've just spent all this money, especially if it was on yourself, because, you know, then you need to give. Yeah. What about the animals? Give to the animals. Or, yeah, I mean, there's other causes, too, but obviously I'll give to the animals. But, yeah, no ruggables ad. I guess it didn't work. All right. Give it, give it a couple of minutes. So, by, by the way, I will show you this, too. I'm going to, speaking of gifts and Amazon, I got this from my friend Jube today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't wait to open it, but I can't till December 1st. Okay. It is a Star Wars Funko <gasps> Advent Calendar. Oh, those are so cool. I, this is so neat. And I can't wait to open. And every day has like a little... A little tiny pop Funko Star Wars person dressed I in like with Christmas it. theme. That's so cute, Andy. <sighs> That's so fun. I love. I always. I have a chocolate advent calendar, but uh, yeah, I can't wait to open every day. That's so great. Last year I did a, a, a you know, Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. dice advent calendar. So like what? you get all kinds of dice. I love it. I love some wow. dice. So yeah, I love advent calendars that are you know fun little. Mm-hmm surprisey stuff not just chocolate i did well can't beat it in addition to chocolate i mean i'm not replacing the chocolate <laughs> no, no no of course not. um i uh <laughs> i uh i bought a trader joe's cat treat advent calendar for my cats one year trader Adorable. joe's is a little healthier than they like they didn't like any of the treats <laughs> oh no so, <laughs> they're like what is like this? it was a cute calendar but every time i put one down they're like mm, where are the where are the fun treats or the Temptations. We don't oh. like Trader Joe's treats. They're a little too earthy. <laughs> a little too healthy. Yeah, but it was cute. Uh. So what are you going to do? Um, all right. Speaking of TV. Yes. Which we both love, uh, and which is literally the reason I have a career. Um, <laughs> and, and you. Kind of <laughs> the same. I guess we both like TV. We're both paid by TV. <laughs> uh, just a little update. Still watching the show. I will not stop yapping about. A murder at the end of the world. It's mm-hmm. still awesome. Amazing. Uh, it's you know the mystery thickens. Um, right. It's really it's really feeding the the backstory and the front you know the main story. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of speculation on things. There's this one moment, this one instance that I think I feel like it's all whatever the the whole thing of the storyline. I feel like it's going to come down to what happened at this one thing in the ah. past. That okay. they they talked about up to a point and then it left you hanging and there's a lot of like how did they get out of that? And I mm. feel like somehow that's gonna connect what's happening now. Okay. Like, I'm not saying it because I don't even know how many people listening are even watching that show, but 
I'm going to keep talking about it until someone does. It's very (laughs) moody. It's very good. It's very mysterious. It's everything you look for in a TV show. It really is. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how crazy it gets at the end of things. But in Brit, I trust. In Brit and Zal, I trust. And I know they're they're not going to go... I don't think they're interested in normal. I don't think Mm. they're interested in just... I love that. Let's tell a fun murder mystery. It's like, no, we're going to put a lot of other weird crap into here. And it's going to be about more than just who killed these people. Okay. So I'm still still riding high on this show. Good for you. I love it. I will watch it. Oh, I know. It's just, uh, it's there's a lot of TV. You you know, got to get it in before new stuff starts. Yeah, it's it's. I feel like I'm so behind. I'm so behind that um I've just I'm one episode from finishing Miss Marvel. Yeah, so it was really good. So like mm-hmm. after we we saw the Marvels, um I was like I should probably watch the show so I can get a little more backstory about Kamala Khan and her family and stuff. And so I started watching it, and then Leah was like, "Oh, what's this?" And she got drawn in, and I'm like, "Well, then let's start over." Because I haven't watched the finale yet, so we went through and watched it together again. We have the finale left; we're saving it, uh, so I can't wait to see what happens. But it's really good. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. She's just so uh, such a fun character. I love her so yeah. much. Oh, she's so fun. People are like, make her the leader of the Young Avengers. Like everybody, just what? Even if they are slamming the movie, I, I don't think I've heard anyone say one bad word about her. Exactly. She's, As they shouldn't. She is solid. It's a solid casting. So that's really fun. I was done with that. And I feel like there's other Marvel stuff I'm way behind on. Like, I haven't seen any of the Lokis. I haven't seen um, that one that you guys hated. The uh, Secret Invasion? Secret Invasion. I haven't seen that uh, at all. It's okay. <laughs> do, do I need to see it? Can I skip it? Not really. I don't... I mean, it... It might tie into something at mm-hmm. some point, some right. kind of story. I mean, okay, uh, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll skip it. Maybe I'll skip it. I feel like they just announced the writer for a whole bunch of things. Hang on, uh, for like the last, like the next big Avenger movies. Oh, okay. And it's the guy who wrote, like, did a lot with Loki, which I'm not digging. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find the info or his name, but he did he did a couple things already. Um, mm. And n- neither one were things that I liked. There's all these rumors that Sam Raimi's going to direct them. Whoa. The big, uh, like, Avengers Secret Wars and Young Avengers, or whatever the heck's coming out someday. Uh, yeah, Michael Waldron, writer of Avengers The King Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. He wrote Multiverse of Madness. Oh. Which was okay and created Loki, which again. Okay. I mean, I like it okay. I don't love it. And also, uh, but that kind of, I mean, Sam Raimi directed uh, Multiverse of Madness. Right. So that would make sense if this guy's involved. Um, yeah. So, you know. Interesting. All we'll right. see. We'll you know, see. They're, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Just make it good. I mean, whatever. Just, just make just, it good. We're just make spoiled. it good. Um, uh, something else that I recently watched uh, is Quiz Lady. It's a Netflix movie with uh, Aquafina and Sandra Oh. Yeah. And Will Ferrell is in it. Um, 
Wendy, it's really funny. Oh, I've it's seen the previews, and so I noted funny. I want to watch that. Holland Taylor. Holland Tony. Taylor, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. I No, I do, is, for sure. It's really fun. It's a fun watch. You get to see Sandra Oh play a character that you don't normally see Sandra Oh play. Yeah. Uh, so that's a ton of fun. Everyone's really funny. And there's one sequence in the movie. It's probably about three to four minutes long, but it, I have not laughed this hard at anything in a long time and uh yeah it's aquafina uh i like her is you know she's tripping she's tripping yeah and god it's funny (laughs) it's really fun i saw the previews and i thought it was definitely something i wanted to watch are how many episodes are out it's just a movie it's a one-off oh it's a movie yeah it's a feature it's a feature film Okay, for sure then um, I, I want to watch that. Oh, it's really fun. It's so good. What a great, co- they have great chemistry together. They play sisters, oh uh, my Sandra oh and Aquafina, and it's great. Um, I so, love both of them. And it kind of came and like kind of snuck by. It didn't, I didn't really hear anything about it because we saw, I think we watched it the weekend that it came out. So, it was, you mm-hmm. know, it was a couple, at least a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and nothing really, nobody's talking about it, but it's really fun. Really well, funny. we are yeah, right so now. Please, so go watch it. Um, you'll be happy you did because you'll just you're gonna laugh for like an hour and a half and it's gonna be great. I have no doubt because Aquafina makes me laugh anyway, and <laughs> Sandra so Oh I adore. So um, uh, yeah, that's all. I, it's really all I need. I mean, there's other people in the movie, but all I need really is Sandra matter. Oh and Aquafina exactly. to be happy. Yeah, it's great. Wait, okay, now I'm putting that right on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this weekend I'll watch it. I got nothing. I think you should. I think it'll it'll uh, it'll be worth your time. Nice. Um, should we jump into a mail sack? Let's jump into a mail sack. Let's see. Sorry, I was just opening an uh, an email. Breaking oh. news! Breaking news! Oh, uh, Zena convention. New guests <gasps> added: Alexandra oh. Tidings and Musetta Vander. That who's the second? Who's the second one? Musetta Vander. Great. One of the not Amazon. She was like a or I forgot. Oh, like, what group she was with? Valkyrie. No. She was. I can't picture I, this person. I am betrayed. I am betraying myself because I. She played um. Ilianus. She was really close to Paris Jefferson's character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She um, was like her right hand woman. Yeah, I think they were just. I'm sure they had a name for that little, their little group. Of warriors, but yeah, yeah I, I can't remember, can't remember what. Oh well, oh, uh, Paris Jefferson was like a goddess, right? Yeah, she was Athena. Okay, well, this was her yeah. buddy. Yeah, she was Athena. <laughs> so, oh, uh, no. anyway, was she Artemis? No, no, I think she was uh, a. Oh, I think oh she my gosh. A... Okay, yeah, look it up. This <laughs> is embarrassing for two people that met because of this show. <laughs> I know. And then it's um, been a while since I've watched. Me the too. I mean, I'm not because I don't <clears throat> want to. She played. Yes, I was right the first time. She was great. Um, yeah, very good. Great casting. Yeah. But anyway, okay, who said it will be there? I don't, did Paris ever do a con? I don't think she did. I th- uh, she must did she have, do right? one? I think she must have done one. I feel like she was at Dragon Con at my sister's room back in the day. Yeah, I think she was at my sister's room, if you know That's what I mean. But she fun. didn't do anything. She didn't do anything crazy like the rest of them did. <laughs> it's a great name for a I bar. I think she was there. You aren't all about the, my sister's room, right? I Yeah, I heard there's some really uh, 
really wild There's stuff. some shenanigans that yeah. went on back then. Back in the I think day, one of the Indigo Girls was there. Or she oh, owned it. Some, there was all sorts of things happening. Musical was done. Oh god, those were good days. Incredible. Those were good days. Incredible. Oh, I'm old now. <laughs> no more good days ahead. <laughs> no, Wendy, that Wendy, old. stop. But it. I have mail. But I have mail. <laughs> anyway, uh, we got mail from Beck. Great. Subject is. Well, it's blank. But Beck, <laughs> Beck says, hey, nerds. Hey, hey Beck. Beck. That was good. That was um, I have a birthday to add to your list this week. Oh. Some may uh-oh, some may say the greatest person who ever lived. Others may say an absolute legend. And even more others may say just an all-around nice guy. It's me. I accept <laughs> gifts. I accept gifts in the form of booze and cash. Feel free to take a stab Aww. at my age. I won't be offended if you guess too high, but I will quietly seethe under my calm exterior. <laughs> Are we going to play How Old Is Back? No. Okay. I'm not risking that. <laughs> is that a trap? Is 25. Trap? I don't know. 21. I have, I have zero idea. <laughs> uh, well, Fucking happy birthday, Beck. You're an absolute legend. Happy birthday. Yeah. What did you do for your birthday? Anything? Anything fun? Yeah, tell us, please. You know, we want to know. Um, <laughs> Beck says, I don't know how much confidence I have in you guys being a podcast dating app. I mean, that one time I asked for help just finding friends anywhere near me was a total bust and got me a total of zero new friends. I hey. highly doubt you'll be able to find me a date. Uh, Beck, I sense I a little bitterness. <laughs> Look, I mean, give it a shot, you know? I don't have dates, Beck. How am I supposed <laughs> to find new dates? I can't even find myself dates, so I don't know what to do. Hmm. Um, no <laughs> should, we to- have like, should we have like a, hey, everybody, mail, uh, write in if you want a date with Wendy. No. We could, we could do this one day. No, we're not. Okay. Oh. We're not. Okay. I'm old. Like I said, I'm, I'm old. and <laughs> You're not old. Stop. Past the, past the prime. Stop talking um, about my friend like that. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, but Beck says, no need to fear. There are no drop bears in Tasmania. Okay. We don't even have any wild koalas there. So no bears of any sort. Insert massive gasp here. <laughs> Maybe that's why the drop bear, a.k.a. the wet and angry koala, was so wet and angry. It had just swam all the way from the mainland to Tassie. Oh, makes sense. Freaky bears. Uh, really scary. I, I have nothing else of interest to talk about this week. I've not watched anything or listened to anything or even done anything all week. It's been a very chill, but also kind of boring week. Love you guys. Back. Oh, oh. oh P.S. 33. 33. Thanks for the, I, I guessed under. <laughs> that's that's um, to do it. Well, yeah. Um, again, uh, Beck, tell us what you did for your birthday. And yeah. uh, we love you and happy birthday. And look, Beck, you may have had nothing of interest to talk about. You may have watched or done anything. But you still wrote us because yeah. I can guarantee you there's times that we can say the same thing, but we still did a podcast. <laughs> so if we can do a podcast with nothing to talk about when we haven't done or watched oh, anything, boy. you can certainly email us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't that stop you. No, it doesn't stop us. So thank you for <laughs> and it never will. Your writing. <laughs> nope. Here uh, we are. Drop bears. I, I have an email from AK. Ack. And AK, the title of the email is Marvel Us. Mm. Aw, you guys, it warms the heart of my cockles to hear hear (laughs) y'all back together and bantering your crazy nonsense for us again. I'm glad you liked it, AK, because now we're back down to two. 
Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Short-lived. Short-lived. Yeah, but it was fun. Uh, it was fun while it lasted. Uh, this is... Oh, we'll make sure that Tara gets this. Uh, this is coming to run panels in the UK. This is so cool. You'll be great. Good stuff. Sorry to hear about your truck, though, dude. That's totally crappy. I know you love the truck. Glad you weren't smashed up, too. Yeah, no kidding. Hooray for your truck being badass enough to protect you. Okay, I'm sorry if it seems like I've got a bad case of mentionitis, but I just had a conversation that went, I, hmm, I just had a conversation that went, I need to write to the snob. <laughs> what what are they, they? So you're saying, KK, you didn't listen. <laughs> no. But you just wanted to find out what we talked about so you could write us about it. Is that what you're saying? Mm, sure. Mm. Yeah. They'll, let, they'll let us know. I like how people are writing who've not <laughs> nothing to talk about that didn't even listen, but I, we do thank you because then what would we do? We would have nothing to uh, read. Talk about. Uh, AK continues, what did they talk about? I think they were yakking about Dick Van Dyke. I'm not sure I have anything to say about him and his inexcusably ex, 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 execrable Cockney effort. And Max, who said, who? Who is Dick Van Dyke? I don't know who this is. Oh, no. Look, Max. I think, Kat, here's the thing. We're just going to get have to get used to things like that because <laughs> it's going to happen more and more. Look, I I tried to uh, give a password cue, like a code, like a answer, question answer. Yeah. And I was sitting a password once and the question was, who's your favorite actor? And I said, I told the girl who was doing it, I said, Harrison Ford, put Harrison <sighs> Ford. She says, who's that? No, 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 no. Like, I'm done with your generation. <laughs> stop it. Stop. Just stop. Just <sighs> oh, leave Max. me alone. And she didn't do whatever she was doing right either, so. Of course. No. Screw oh. her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what to talk about. I think Dick Van Dyke's accent in Mary, Mary Poppins is very <laughs> accurate. Good I enough for me. He studied in uh, England for some time to nail that, uh, to nail that accent. Uh, AK continues, speechless. I didn't know that was possible. Q looking at photos of him and continued bafflement. Madness. Mm. <laughs> no Crazy. doubt. Uh, I love B Rex's dream. I should always think of Wendy playing Aussie Rules footy from now on. She'd boss it. You would boss it. I don't know. Maybe back in the day. Now I got bad knees. <laughs> back in the day, I was too timid. But now I'd be just beating the crap out of people. <laughs> and then that kind of what they do, like they got to run into people and yeah. It's kind of. Uh, I, I, mean, I used to watch it every once in a while. I might get in trouble for saying this, but it's kind of like rugby. Well, kind of. Aussie rules. I mean, not exactly yeah. right. But. Yeah. But there's some rugby elements to it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely more rugby than American football. For sure. AK continues. So Charlie isn't a jock. That's okay, right? Maybe she's a geek. Sports just aren't her thing. She knows what she likes, and she likes life in the slow lane, just like me. Cup of tea and a slice of cake. Projecting? Me? What do you mean? Maybe neither she nor I will ever be a runner. Mm. A million, huh? Like a reverse indecent proposal. <laughs> the mind boggles. <laughs> and this I is a, that of course, came out. reference to um, yeah. if Wendy got offered a million dollars to never talk to Tara and I again, would she take it? Um, Still thinking about it. Uh, that's fair. I can attest <laughs> to the remarkable effic efficacy. Uh, help me, Wendy. Efficacy? efficacy of the snob as a matchmaking service see back this is this is sort of a counterpoint to you trashing us for not being good at uh, matchmaking 
You don't even have to be looking for anyone for the snop to set you up. I've often wondered though, were Max and I the first snop pairing? Have there been others? Fair enough if people want to keep things on the DL. Name no names, but you know of any other snop tart entanglements? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know of any of They ain't talking. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. But maybe tell you're if you're out there and you are with your significant other or partner or you've hooked up with someone in a, you know, um, and were you listening to us while you, Oh no, I hope not. <laughs> no, you've crossed the line one day. Did we put that in, put you in the mood, <laughs> but let us know. We'd love to know if, if, if we have more than one snop couple out there, please let us know. So we, we can rub it in snop conventions. Face. I bet there's going to be some hooking up. Oh, there's gotta be right. We'll, we'll yeah. just have like a room off to the side that's just like for hookups. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't sure whether I maybe had Marvel fatigue, but after you gave it that somewhat glowing review, I'm quite looking forward to seeing the Marvels now. Sounds like a good giggle. It is. Go see it. I'm seeing it again this week. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go see it. If you have any, any small inkling that maybe I want to go see it, you got to go see it. You're going to have a good time. 60th anniversary Doctor Who is upon us. David Tennant, the 10th Doctor, is back as the 14th. Bizarre and exciting. Should be a good laugh. Whoops, didn't send this, and now I've seen seen it. The Who-niverse is upon us. Russell T. Davis is back in the showrunner seat, and it seems he's a massive ally to the trans community. That was one of the most trans-positive sci-fi things I've ever seen. Don't know if you get quite as much out of it if you've if you've not seen the 10th Doctor series, but as a standalone, it's probably still not bad. I could kiss David Davis, though neither of us would like it much for bringing this. What a dude. Cheerio chaps. Lovey heart, smiley face, AK. Um, of course, you know, our resident Doctor Who fan is out of the, is not here. Out of pocket. Out of pocket. So um, do you think, do you think Tara has seen this? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. I don't know when the last time Tara watched it. I know she watches it. I know she likes it. I just don't know if she's, I don't think she's seen any recently. Got it. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, that sounds awesome. And yeah, I don't know if I, if I would get as much out of it if I gave it a watch, but uh, that's great. And uh, thank you, AK. Thank you for thank your you. email. Thank you for your service. We appreciate you. We love you. All right. All right. I know she put both of our names on this because it's long. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, we'll, we'll break this up. We'll break I'll it up. Until I get tired, then I'll like tag team like wrestling. Perfect. Okay. This is from Jennifer. And it says, hey, lesbians. <laughs> Last week I mentioned that my husband des- declined the offer of $1 million not to marry me. Right. Well, here's the tea. Mm. Sit back and read about my soap opera of a marriage or some bits and pieces of it because this is some ridiculous shit. <laughs> My husband was born into a rich family, but because of a botched not wanting to be pregnant anymore, the poor teenage girl, the secretary, who had relations with the teen son of, I'm already confused, the teen son of wealthy business people was encouraged not to be pregnant anymore. Whoa. So at seven months along, my husband was accidentally born and taken to a hospital and placed in an incubator. The family were beside themselves. They didn't want this. What would people say? So as my husband was being taken care of in the incubator, there wound up to be too much oxygen in it, and it ended up burning his retinas and causing him to be blind. His diagnosis is called retinopathy, or 
of pre- retinopathy of prematurity. Wow. Okay. The family didn't know how to take care of a disabled baby, and they didn't approve of the union of the two teenagers. But they oh. knew that this was the firstborn boy, and it would be a shame if they had to take care of him oh. because the world they lived in, people with disabilities are hidden with away. So they hid my husband away in the house for two years, spoiling him with things as a show of love. The teen boy's parents loved the little boy and were coming around to not see him as shameful. The teen mother was depressed because the family didn't want her, and the teen boy was not helping her with his disapproving family, especially the baby boy's aunt. The pseudo-speaker and moneymaker of the house, who we call Karen, who we will call Karen, um... After two years, Karen and the two teens decided to put the little boy up for adoption where he might have a better chance at life. They found a nice couple all the way on the other side of the world, a place in the U.S. The couple had three kids of their own and an adopted child. They were people of God, but very poor. So my husband was shipped off and adopted by this nice couple. He was showed love, learned about God, learned never to use his disability as a crutch, and was taught to be a hard worker. About two years later, the lovely couple adopted another little boy, and he learned to be a good big brother. Karen and the two teens told the grandparents they put the boy up for adoption and a great uproar occurred. Why would they let a poor couple take him? But why across the world? They wanted to see him immediately. Hmm. Oh, God. This is crazy. I know. So the poor family got notification. The rich family wanted to see the boy and they were afraid they would take their son back. They were so very afraid. Hmm. The meetup occurred and the rich family wanted to give the poor family money, but they refused. They could give the boy money, but not too much. This would go on for years. They would give money and gifts. Karen showed the most love because she could speak English and spoke for the family. She was now the owner of the family company. Hmm. I met my husband when we were 12 and thought he was the weirdest kid. <laughs> two years before, his older oldest brother became my youth group leader. We met because his brother took us camping, and my husband was there as well, trying to show off by jumping off high platforms. <laughs> anyway, fast forward a couple of years, and we would see each other once in a while. I thought he was so cute with the best smile. We didn't become serious friends until college, but once again fell out of touch until our late 20s, where we decided to date on New Year's Eve of 2014. Hmm. One night, a year later, he asked my dad for permission to marry me. Aww. He said yes. My mother immediately said, I want to meet your family. <laughs> By saying this, she set off a shitstorm of drama that I don't oh, think no. I'll ever forgive her for. Oh, no. She didn't want to meet his parents. She wanted to meet the wealthy family. <gasps> she wanted me to be the bridge to the family to bring togetherness. Uh-huh. My husband agreed, although <laughs> reluctantly, because these people aren't his family. But he didn't want to fight, so he called Karen. She agreed to come with his biological parents and his two younger sisters in two weeks. Wow. In those two weeks, we were to plan our engagement party where friends and family would watch us get engaged. Oh. to two weeks later, they arrive at my parents' house. They brought many gifts, and I'm surprised that my husband is the twin of his dad. My mother mm-hmm. planned everything. She invited church people over because she wanted there to be a party atmosphere, which was the oddest thing ever. And that was a point against me in their eyes because I couldn't control my mother. Mm-hmm. They sat me and my husband down, and Karen said, I want to give you 60000 for the wedding. I was shocked, and I told her it was too much. She replied, the money isn't for you. It's for him, pointing at my husband. I'm just going to keep going, because now I'm in it. Yeah, do it. Uh, I said, okay, too uh, too afraid to say anything else. Uh, The next day, the day before Valentine's Day, was our engagement party. Our friends all arrived before us while my parents were in the mall area looking for presents to buy them, making them late. My friend and I drove together and were late because there was no parking in the parking garage, we arrived to the restaurant 15 minutes later to the rich family storming off. They ignored me as I greeted them. 
My parents arrived two minutes later. My mom blew up at me for letting them leave. My husband proposed to me in front of our friends and family while my mother seethed in the corner. Mm-hmm. I later learned I learned later my parents went to their hotel trying to mend the night, but was only greeted by the daughter. Mm-hmm. A few hours later, my husband called me crying and said, they think they think you and your family are trash. They don't approve of you. Oh they wanted God. to offer me $1 million to call off the <gasps> engagement, but I love you and don't want the money. Want to offer me $1 million. Uh, I told them no, and now they're saying they're going to disown me. They're taking back the 60000 and never want to talk to me again. Huh. A few months later, a few months after we got married, Karen contacted him and asked if he was still married. She actually asked him a few times in the next few years. <sighs> yeah. She asked Asks for updates every once in a while, but never about me. She wanted to send money after our son was born, but he refused. She recently asked my husband if he'd like to visit the family in Asia, but my husband if isn't sure if he should. He should not go. Oh, <laughs> they're, they're gonna kidnap him. That is a cr- yeah, maybe that's a crazy story. This isn't Jennifer. This is insane. Now I feel bad that we joked about million dollars. <laughs> that's a that's. There's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. The fact that you're married and happy and staying that way. And you is... have this adorable son. And you have bubbles. Bubbles. Wow. How can they just not look at bubbles and think, yeah, this was meant to be? Yeah. Just love... be happy. Just be happy. You have bubbles. It's love a... wins, man. We're, as a family member. Oh, my goodness. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, great story, right? Uh, they're, they're, that's a lot more tea than you expected, huh? Sorry for such a long-winded story, but it's a wild one. What else? What would you call a soap opera? Uh, fun fact, I messed with my husband by placing his water a little further than where he placed it. <laughs> he says, what did you do to my water? I reply, you'll find it. Oh, wow. Oh, t- uh, here's a picture of picture of my husband hitting dad mode on Thanksgiving and Daniel and his eyelashes. Aww. Signed, Jennifer the Trash Woman. No, Jennifer. Wow. You're Those are some eyelashes. I know. Seriously. They're longer than... Jeez. They're lo- the longest eyelashes I've ever seen <laughs> that aren't fake. Wow. Uh, I would give you a hug, Aww. Jen, if you're here right now. I know. That's such a crazy story. Well, good for you him have... turning down the money. Obviously, your husband is a, is a good man. You have a beautiful family. And, uh, you know, you guys win. You could tell Karen to suck it. Yeah. She, she can just Seriously. suck it. Wow. So much. That is some serious drama. Wow. Um, th- those are some seriously long eyelashes. <laughs> yeah, they're legit. so wow. They're just beautiful. Wow, bubbles, perfect yeah, bubbles, in every way. Bubbles is a perfect, a perfect little boy. Wow, what a journey we've been on, Wendy. I know that was that was <laughs> very twisty. I had no idea where all, we, and then it would like take no. another turn and another yeah. turn, and then it got better, then it got worse. I didn't know what to do with. Like, well, I didn't you know for, where that was going to go. Well, and thank you for sharing that, Jennifer. That's a very, yeah. that is like, that's a crazy family story. And obviously you guys are, you know, you're doing what you're doing and you're, you know, you're doing something right. Cause look at your son. So yeah, but wow, that's a lot. Huh? Yeah. That's a, that's a long windy, <laughs> like they weren't, they weren't going to make that one of the stories. And when Harry met Sally, when you have Mm-mm. couples telling their story. And that would have been yeah, exactly. that would have been interesting though. I bet they they could have turned that. They could have made that one of those really interesting stories of how people ended up together. Oh yeah, for sure. Wow, that's uh, yeah. I know. I'm gonna need a minute. Well, I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> glad you gave us bubbles and that you're yes. happy. Yes, and thank you for sharing. 
uh, yes. sharing that with us. Definitely. All right. I don't know. Uh, I transitioned from that. I, I don't think you just you just kind of do it from that to UFOs. <laughs> but we can do it. We're professionals. We are. Well, I mean, Tara's away, so Cat and Wendy will play. <laughs> We're going to talk the, about some UFOs. The cynic is gone. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you start because my voice is tired. Okay, great. Yeah, you, you've done a lot of work so far. <laughs> I'm exhausted. So, uh, a, I don't know, a month or so ago, I watched a trailer for a show called Encounters, and I said, Wendy, you got to watch this. It's produced by Spielberg, and it's really good. It looks good. And then I didn't watch it. Uh, and then just the other day, oh, was it today that you, yeah, today. Just today, yes. Uh, Wendy sent me a text. She's like, hey, we can talk about Encounters. I'm watching it. And so I'm like, well, shit, I want to watch it too. So I watched the first episode. How far have you gotten? Just the first episode. Oh, perfect. Okay, I just good. watched that today. Great. Um, and it is about, as the, the, the name implies, uh, it's about, from what I can tell, I'm assuming each episode is about uh, UFOs. Uh, flying, you know, unidentified flying objects and visitations, I'm guessing. We'll get into some of that stuff. Um, and what's the name of this first episode, Wendy? I'm sorry. Messengers. So Messengers is the first episode. And boy, is it well-produced. Mm-hmm. It's very slick. Um, film-like. Film-like quality. Yeah. Very, yeah. You can it, tell they put time and money into this. Definitely. It's shot beautifully. They do. They they don't call them reenactments. They're recreations. Uh, so sometimes there's an actor playing the person that that is talking, and sometimes they're playing themselves. Um, but it's a. It primarily takes place. It's in 2008, a small town in Texas, St- Stevenson, Texas. Stevenville. 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 I think it was. You're right. Uh, had, down near you... Dublin and. Um... Had you heard of the, this the, this group sighting? No, of the, okay. which is crazy because it, obviously the it's news huge. was there from Dallas. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe we had stories, but you know what? I have a feeling this is not far from Fort Worth, um, Dublin, home of Dublin Dr. Pepper. Uh, it's oh. it's not that far from Dallas-Fort Worth area, so I know we had to have stories on that. I feel like, hmm. you know... We probably had stories like, oh, cue the X-Files music. There's yeah. been UFO size. So I probably saw it like, okay, that's funny. A lot of people saw stuff. But I probably never looked deeply into what actually happened. Yeah. And so it is. It's about this one particular small town in Texas. And around this time in the in 2008, uh, there are a couple of you know people who, who, who see this flying object in the sky. And you meet the eyewitnesses. There's three or four people that you meet. You talk to someone who was the uh, editorial manager of the local newspaper. You talk to a constable who was an eyewitness who was reluctant to, to, to come forward. You meet an upstanding businessman in the community who comes forward and is, his like life is kind of turned upside down. You talk to a, I think he's, a, he's like a Navy intelligence guy. Yeah, some of it. There were like a couple things. There was like that the guy in the beginning who was a, like a homeland security consultant who basically his thing was like 
the government lies. Like they yeah. just flat out lie. Like I've been in a situation where I hear the government lying and I know they're lying because I'm right in the middle of what they're lying about. Right. I'm in a and location he, that they're denying exists. Yeah. yeah. And so he kind of didn't really have anything to do with the actual story. And then neither did the other guy who was like naval intelligence guy who had his own. There's some famous UFO video of this. It looks like a top and it sort yeah. of turns in different directions. And he said he was on the ship or somewhere where they yeah. were capturing that it's or like a, something. A na naval battleship or something. Yeah, something. Um, yeah. And then later he says he was visited by aliens in his room. So mm -hmm. maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. But but he basically said he was four years from retirement and pension and insurance. Like his life was good. And he was he was like, no, I need to talk about this and I can't do this working here. And so he quit all of his job yeah. to talk about his experience. He walked away. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you, you get to know all these different people and what this particular incident, how it affected their life and affected everybody in different mm -hmm. ways. Um, something like this, the, the reporter who first reported about it in the local paper, she became obsessed with it and she wouldn't, mm -hmm. she wouldn't drop it. And that she kind of was, she was she fired, fired from the paper yeah. and went off and became a UFO researcher because of it, or, you know, a, yeah. a journalist focusing on UFOs. Um, and just, but one interesting part of this thing is that, so MUFON, the mutual UFO network, they hear about a couple sightings down in a small town in Texas. They're like, well, let's have a meeting. So they let the local, you know, paper know we're coming to town. If anybody wants to come and talk about their experiences with this particular incident, well, you know, we'll have like a kind of a meeting. Well, we're expecting like 30 or 35 right. people. So we'll set up like 40 chairs. And hundreds of people showed up who had witnessed the same event. Hundreds of people saw Standing the same thing. Yeah. And how do you possibly, how can you possibly deny that something is going on? And then who was it? Was it a MUFON guy that looked, who requested the yeah. radar information? Yeah. So apparently back in the old days, radar, you know, all the different radar towers, uh, that data was recorded and filed. And it was part of the uh, Freedom of Information Act. You could request like, hey, FAA, can you send me all your, uh, all the radar data you have for this particular time on this particular day? So this guy did this and FBA, the FAA was like, yeah, sure. Here's a bunch of data, no problem. And he's able to track with that data at yeah. the time and place that these guys saw stuff like, oh yeah, there's a something without a flight number. What is it? Out a transponder? Calls, without a transponder. Something that is not sending out a signal that's like, hey, I'm a plane or hey, I'm military. It's whatever it is. And it's tracking exactly the path that these guys had said they'd witnessed it. And how the fuck do you explain that? Like that's incredible evidence. You don't. And now apparently... FAA doesn't release information anymore. They're like, nope. no, we're not, we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> I think he, he applied to a whole bunch of different like Freedom of Information Act type of things. And that's the only one that he was able to get anything. Yeah. From. FAA, and, it, and it helped. And now they're like, no, nope, nobody else is getting it. No. Uh, so, yeah, just uh, fascinating stuff. And one of the guys who did not speak, uh, he was not a part of the, the doc, the docuseries said that he was, he, he had, his sighting was days before this big sighting, same area. It was during the day and he, he was out hunting in his back, back, uh, back field there in his woods. 
and he had his hunting rifle with a scope on it. And so it, this big ship moves over on top of him. He's using his scope to look at stuff, to like, what is this thing? And apparently he got a lot of details and was able to kind of like take note of all this stuff. And <laughs> one of the things he said was that he saw there was like a window or some sort of viewing thing and he saw things inside that he described as being insect-like, almost like a praying mantis. Yeah. And Wendy, if that doesn't scare you to your core, um, I don't know what will. I feel like I've seen when he said that or when someone else said, or, you know, because he wasn't involved in this. Um, no. But I that's feel so like there's, creepy. I've seen pictures of like, that's one of the things that people have said, uh, you know, like alien-like. insect. <laughs> And aliens. I'm looking now, you look at the praying mantis head, it looks like an alien head. It, it does. really does. Like the big eyes and the kind of triangular head. So Yeah, no, it's terrifying. Yes, it's um, terrifying. And this particular guy, he he basically stopped talking to the media. He stopped talking to anybody because people think that the he was visited by uh someone, you know, people within the government. Man in black basically told him like, "Hey man, shut up." Or, you know, bad things are going to happen. Um but yeah, just fascinating. And I'd never heard of this. I've never heard no. of this, this incident. And I like back in 2008, I was definitely aware of this sort of stuff. I wonder how much of coverage it got out of Texas. I mean, it, it looked like it got national coverage because that's were true. Some, like, that's national, true. they had yeah. some clips from the time of like national uh, news uh, newscasters. So uh, very interesting stuff. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to watch the next episode. This is it's really it's just really well done. Very well done. I you know, I I was going to watch it, but I I kind of expected like, all right, I've seen UFO shows and they all kind of leave you like, meh, maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. I don't know. I think that the thing that struck me the most was the main first guy that they mm. talked to who saw it, Steve Allen. Yes. And the thing that got me about him, and first of all, maybe the fact that it's all these Texas people, so I get it. You know, Texas people this guy is a Texas dude. He's a pilot. He has a little plane. He looks like you'd expect some small town Texan guy to look. And the thing that struck me is, according to him, when he saw this light, when it came over them, they were out. He and his buddies went out to have a campfire. Now, the buddies aren't talking. Maybe they didn't want to get involved or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but he said it left him with a feeling of like peace and calm. He said it was like a religious experience. I felt like I was almost one with whatever this was. And he's like, I've never felt that way before or since. It sounded like a description that you would not expect some text, small town Texas guy to right. say. He'd say that was fucking cool. I thought I was drunk, but I wouldn't. That was a cool light. I saw not. I felt a calm and peace I've never felt before. Mm -hmm. Like the way he described it, it's like you, I don't think like if you're just kind of making stuff up or this is something that's just like, oh, it's some light that they were confused about. You don't have an experience like that. And the fact that he, it was like, it reminded me of Close Encounters. He became mm -hmm. obsessed with it and his yeah. business suffered. His marriage suffered. He got divorced. It was like the reporter. He could, he, he was determined to find out what he saw because he's, and oh, and not to mention for him and the constable who also saw this. That's right. Like three seconds after the light, they would just come up and then just disappear. Like three seconds later, a couple of F-16s shot across oh, the right. sky. Like that's they were right. chasing it. 
yep. they reached out to the um the reporter reached out to like a air force base or whatever up near dallas and said were you guys doing anything They're like no we've got nothing we had no exercises in the area there were no planes in the area hmm. And they're like, yeah, well, we saw F-16s go by. And then later they're like, oh, yeah, we had training exercises going on. That's what you saw. That's what the lights were. We had training. Ex- so then they like are changing their story. Yep. Um, But at first they're like, no, we didn't have anybody there when it was obvious like both of these people. And they were able to track the FAA guy with the, yep. the information charted the F-16s as the, the path. And that's yep. how they it helped him find. I mean, there was like sheets of data. You know, this is, I'm sure the FAA is like, no one's going to know how to use this. Yeah. Here, I think you're not going to figure him, it out. It took him and some other, some other guy like months to, yeah. to get, to dig through it all, to figure out what they were actually looking at. Yeah. I mean, it was, um, it, you know, this guy's experience was that of just bewildered. Like it changed his life. And then the constable, he saw like it again. He tried to get it on his dash cam. They saw this light and he, um, it said that it was a VHS back then. And when he played mm-hmm. it back, it was glitchy. It would go to blue. He's like, I never had that problem before and I never had it again. Yeah. That's it's when I tried to record that light. Bizarre. And if you've ever seen the Marfa lights in Marfa, Texas, which is not close to that, but I've seen the Marfa lights and that's kind of really? how they look like orbs of light mm-hmm. that are just kind of moving and blending. And people are like, oh, it was car headlights. It's not car headlights. Headlights. You've people, seen them in I've person. I've seen them in person. Yes. We went, my family and I went to Marfa and. We went out and you're like standing out there in the middle of nowhere with a whole bunch of other people that are there for the lights. And, you know, occasionally I would see like a little dot. I'm like, is that it? Is that, you know, it's a plane. No, it's like you're looking for like a tiny speck and all of a sudden they start and it's literally like orbs of whatever, just kind of like they're merging. They're kind of coming and going. Not car headlights. People have seen the Marfa lights before there were cars. So it's not cars. So is this an ongoing phenomenon? Yeah. No. It's ha- so it have like you could go tonight and go see them and probably lights. see it. I don't. I, yeah, I have no idea if it's every night, every night, but we definitely saw wow. them. Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, you should look it up. Marfa lights. We we went. We went. Uh, we were my family and I were vacationing. We're driving through Texas. We stopped at Marfa. They have Marfa lights festivals. Aw. There's a specific place everybody goes, and that you just so fun stand outside and wait for the lights. And uh, I don't know if you see them every night, but we sure saw them. Wow. I have no idea what they are. And then there's no there's no explanation. No. I mean, I think people have tried to make explanations. I don't know if I mean, as far as I know, that's fascinating. um, No one's ever come up with some like people have tried to find them. Yeah. Like like flown around, I guess. I mean, I don't it's like, how do you not? And it could just be, you know, some people think it's glowing gases. Didn't X-Files try to? You know, say swamp gas is an explanation for something. Yeah, sure. um, gases, superior mirage. Um, hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it okay. could just be something totally natural. But that's what that guy's video reminded me of was the Marfa lights. Interesting. Um, okay. But yeah, it was just the the crazy way it took over some of these people's lives and and changed them. And they're like. You know, and then some people who did see them and then didn't say anything for a long time because, like, we didn't want to sound stupid. Exactly. Um, yeah, so they interviewed, and that's the thing. A lot of people saw them. It wasn't just a few people. Mm-mm. And they don't and the, still don't know what it was. And the people that they talked to that are part of this are, you know, 
they're they're not they're not a bunch of dummies you know they're not they're not like no these are very obviously educated people upstanding citizens in their town yeah who all saw this thing and you know it's uh, unless you experience something like this it's hard to believe it's hard to be like yeah okay sure yeah hundreds of people wendy all had the same account of what they saw and it was unexplainable it was unidentified yeah it's giant bright light that just crazy. disappears and then the guy who saw it in the daytime and they're like he just then the way they described it they don't even know what happened they just he just stopped talking about it mm -hmm. like he came into the was it the constable or some of some officials office like crying he was like they they won't leave me alone they're leaving a bullet on his dashboard of his truck they're threatening him he thinks yeah. they were paid off um i think the steve allen guy he said he got a call from someone's like, we've been trying to figure out what to do with you. He said, you're basically saying you're so known. If you showed up dead, it would be suspicious. Right. So, I mean, there was something, something, whether it was, I mean, whatever it was, it, it you know, and a couple people, it even just the reporter who, who researched it, it literally changed her life. It changed yeah. the main guy's life. And I imagine if you have an experience like that, that you totally can't explain, you know, there's a good chance it'll change your life. So one of the, the, the sort of the editor, the news desk editor at the paper, she was, she, she seemed to be like a skeptic. Like she was like, she was upset that the, the next oh, the day. Oh, the chick? Yeah. Yeah. So the next day it was on the front page and she's like, what are you doing? Like, I just moved here. It's a brand new job. I, you're ruining me. Like, this is, this is a total <laughs> joke. And the owner of the paper is like, no, no, no. This is, we're selling out all over, yeah. all over town. That was so funny. Like, and then, and like, it was just, she just was not, she was not into it. She didn't think it was like a real story to be sinking resources into. And then she had a sighting. She saw it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, holy shit. Oh God, this is Now real. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and then she felt bad about the way she fired the other lady, but. Yeah. No. And the other yeah. lady had passed away, sadly, she's, like yeah, in 2021. Like, yeah. Two years ago. I mean, this is like, you know, if you if you scripted this, this is a compelling movie. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it would yeah. be an interesting an interesting story to tell, uh, like a fictional movie. But uh, yeah, I'm impressed with this uh, with the series so far. Um, I'm gonna keep watching. I'm sure you are too, Wendy. Oh, hundred percent. I didn't want to. I thought about watching a little bit more today, um, but then I just decided I don't want to rush it. I want to. There's only four, I think. Oh really? I don't think there's many. Okay. Um, let me see if it has a has a. Let's see, all episodes, four. Wow. Okay. So. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah, I mean, I. This was really good, so I'm I'm hoping they're all just as good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you're into this thing, into this sort of thing at all, you gotta watch it. It's really good. Really like I said, yeah, it's it's better than, you know, you're flipping around history channels like oh, <laughs> yes. UFO mysteries. I mean, those are fine. This was really well done. And honestly, it was spooky the way it was done, the way it was edited. I was yeah. kind of spooked out. And then I was like, oh, should I maybe I'll put it on Sports Center, watch get ready for football. I was like, kind of not in the mood. Yeah. I'm in a weird headspace after watching this. It was very moody. It was very yeah. moodily done in a lot of very. places. Yeah, it's very well done. I should have watched it in the dark. Ooh. That would have really been creepy. May I watch the rest of them at night in the dark? That'd be fun. We can yeah. come. You can come over and we can watch it in the backyard. <gasps> Maybe we'll see something. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, Kat and I have another show. 
that we're yet to talk <laughs> yeah. about because Tara's not here. So she can't, <laughs> uh, as we say, she can't poo-poo us. Yeah, she's a poo-pooer. She likes to poo-poo things. Um, this is Tara. If Tara were to rename this show, she would call it <laughs> The Island with All the Wood because they keep finding wood. This is the curse of Oak Island. And look. Yes. I think you said Anne just started watching. She um, did. I can't. Well, we're going to have her on. Uh we get a little farther into this season, but we'll have her on. And I, I can't wait to hear her take on this show. It's going to be gold. <laughs> gold. Um, gold, Jerry. It's, a, it's an easily, it's gold, Jerry. It's, uh, it's, we love it, but it's easily mockable. Oh, yeah. A coin? Possibly from <laughs> Roman times? Um, exactly. And you can literally jump in anywhere. You don't have to watch any previous seasons or episodes. Like, just watch an episode and you get the gist. And they recap a lot. If they find anything that connects back to a prior episode, they will yeah. tell you over and over and over yeah, again. Exactly. Don't worry. You'll know about it. Just like the cross they found in season four. Remember <laughs> yeah, that? They, they will never stop talking Which, about that cross. Nor should they. That was like the coolest thing they've ever yeah, found it's like on that the island, honestly. Yeah, yeah. That was the best thing they ever did. Um, but yeah, it's a season 11 now. Yeah. So I just... Which, I. Uh, I've just watched, I'm halfway through episode one of season 11. Okay. So and it's a two-hour episode, wasn't it? It is. But it's long. Yeah. And there's a lot. And you know, I don't know who pays for all this stuff. Because, you know, they want you to think that it's the two brothers that are paying. They're making money off this show. They were originally paying. Because the, uh, the younger brother is, he had his own money. Yeah. It's his, company. He, He's yeah. he's funding it. Him and that other his other well, he partner was. guy. Now probably the show is funding it. I hope so because they are they must be dumping so much money. Yeah. Literally, it's like a the, the island is a money pit. Really, they are and just they own it. They own a lot money. of the island. I know so. it's crazy. They're t well, yeah. they're tearing it up. I mean, yeah. they have they have archaeologists on staff, which is they're doing. They're, yeah. yeah, they're doing it the right way, and they have to get permits and whatever. But I, I didn't watch last season, so they have this, like, extensive mine shaft that they've built. I am so impressed with it. Like, they're actually going down. They're, like, however yeah. many feet below. Uh, and it looks very dangerous, Wendy. It looks very dangerous they go very to be slow. doing this. Yeah. I don't know how they do it at all. I, you know, I was thinking about that last week when I watched it. And I'm like, how are they making this tunnel? And I think, dude, people... People carve out giant underground bases and think of what how what they have to do underground to like prep true. for a skyscraper, you know. That's so true. I'm sure compared to the underground tunnels and things that have been built by man on this planet, this yeah. is probably baby. Nothing. This is this is nothing. It's this like nothing. a tunnel down looking for some treasure. It's you know, it's not that big, it's just deep. It's deep. <laughs> but I'm sure people have done much, much crazier builds or you know for digs sure. for sure um, definitely but still you know if you're not the I'm, i watched i caught part of it earlier like season three or something they were digging a hole somewhere maybe mm -hmm. around the same spot and it was like this big and there was like a stick that got stuck down there and they literally hired a diver to go into the muck yeah. far far down and then try to get the, i don't know if they ever did it i was watching reruns i don't know if we ever got it but it was dangerous work i mean some very of the stuff they do work. is very yeah. dangerous it's serious i mean what they're doing is ultimately serious like they're they're putting people are putting them their lives online people are spending a lot of money uh to do all this um and if you don't know the curse of oak island there's this island off of nova scotia right 
Yes. The Nova Scotia. Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, you know, legend has it there is uh, gold buried there. We don't know. Like, wasn't it originally we thought it was like Blackbeard's gold or some pirate's gold? They've got all sorts of theories of yeah. some people's gold, people's treasure. Here's my thought, though, about gold. Yeah. If it's like just stashes of gold, things you could possibly spend, wealth, Mm-hmm. why are you burying it in it so deep that you'll probably never go get it? It's true. To me, it makes more sense that it's, they buried something they never wanted anyone to find. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you've got treasure, stash it somewhere you can access it. Yeah. Why? What good is it doing down there? I mean, did you plan to come back for it? You built such an elaborate thing that people have been digging for years. And that's another thing. They were, like, back then when they had primitive tools and ways to build, they built something that no one has been able to find yeah. all these years later, which makes me sound like Tara. But <laughs> it, it's that difficult to get to. Then why are you burying wealth that yeah. could have benefited you? That that leads me more to believe it's something that, for whatever reason, they thought we need to get this away from other people ever finding it. Right. It's fascinating. Yeah. And they do find religious relics. They found the cross from the Knights Templar, which they, again, will talk about for the rest of the show. As long as it's on the air, they'll bring that up. Yeah. But they've, yeah. they've dated, like, structures built back from, like, you know, before the 15 and 1600s. Like, really old shit. They're finding yeah. very old stuff BC, on this coins from BC time. That's like insane. Ancient. And then they it's had, who's insane. that? Samuel Ball. It was like a former slave who went there and then like all of a sudden got real oh, wealthy. He was very they, wealthy they haven't guy. brought him up lately, but yeah, all of a sudden it's like, where did he get his wealth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, did he find the treasure? Um It is a fascinating place and yeah. Was it L J somebody somebody some former president was involved in a dig. Like there have been hmm. digs many times before this. They've just never found anything. Yeah. And I mean, you can go there, right? I think you can tour you, the island. Uh, like maybe I know the the official Oak Island tour mm-hmm. that's been. I don't know if there's others, but the one that I was looking at because mom thought, you know, mom loves the show. We were, I was like, maybe we'll go sometime. They're not doing tours because I think they've converted whatever that building was into oh. um, like a war room for the Got it. the like team search area. Yeah, so this oh, place in particular is not doing tours. I don't know if other people are, but you used hmm. to could. And I think you could even meet members of the team oh at some God. point early on. Um, yeah, lately they just found a spoiler cat. I'll spoil you. <gasps> but they're digging. <laughs> they're digging. Um, they've isolated this area called the baby blob. There was right. a blob and a baby blob. And there's yes. something where they overlap. And then because what they do is they test the water to see if there's traces of gold and silver and things like that that shouldn't be there. Yes. And that's very how they high sort tech. of... Lots of high-tech stuff going on here. They trust the data. That's their big thing. We trust yeah. the data. Like, we're not just, like, guessing. And they've got old maps that may or may not be real. And they're kind of yeah. going off of old legend. They'll have, randomly have people who've studied this come in and mm. with some sort of lore or information. And then they'll also, like I said, do the data. They'll date everything. They've got mm-hmm. these cool... I love the tool they have, like, they with this latch that they found the other day. You can put it in this machine and it like with lasers or digitally, whatever, it can basically t- show you what the object is without all the crap that's built up over the years. Right. And it can show you a really clear image of what it originally was. Used to be, what, yeah. yeah. 
And so they can tell what these are. They can date these things. They can date the wood that they're finding to see if it's... In 1795, apparently these kids found some hatch. They found something. Yeah. Um, So anything that's older than that was pre... Like, basically, they say pre-searcher. So, like, once this thing was discovered and all the people have searched since, as long as the wood's dated prior to the original discovery of the money pit right they, they know they then okay this could could have been the people that put it there yeah not just dummies walking around looking for it and losing their right. shovels and shit like that yeah they found markings like on rocks etchings on rocks they found i mean it, and even the people are just like it could change what we know of when people got to this part of the world like Absolutely. the first people to come from overseas it, yeah um they found roads that look like roads in Portugal. They f- like of rocks, rock roads. Like, why are you building this? Why are you building yeah. this last one? They found a giant. They'll they'll dig in with these little tubes far down, and they're trying to hit wood. They're trying to fi- figure out where it's like a. They think there's a tunnel to the side, like right. an offset like a chamber, port beam or something. Yeah, like yeah, with support beams. They think a, yeah. something's buried off this main hatch. And just the other night, they dug. It was like a six, seven. I think it was a seven and a half thing of wood they came out of this tube like they hit one of the support beams and it was just solid wood for like seven and a half feet and they're like you don't put stuff like that you don't build something like that down there unless you're moving something heavy and we're important yeah and they're finding this stuff and you know they released a promo image where they're looking it looked like pulp fiction they're looking at something and you don't know what it is but gold is shining up at their faces (laughs) where if that tease was bs i'm gonna be well, listen, I mean, come on, Wendy, they, they got to keep you watching, but it's a compelling show. It, it's, it, it draws you in. It's, you know, it, it's very much, it's a formula they're, that they're sticking to, but it's, uh, if you're into like hidden treasure and mysteries, uh, and all that kind of like cool historical kind of stuff boy this is a fun show to watch it's so much fun and it's like super high tech they have like really cutting edge technology to help find this whatever it is they're looking for they don't even know what they're really looking for no that's part Um, of the mystery like who put it there what is it why who was here they're getting all these yeah these artifacts from various they they were digging i think it was last year or the year before they were digging down by the swamp they think there's a man-made swamp there yes. may, may not be a ship somewhere sunk at the bottom. Yes. Uh, they hit some ancient pottery and then you had to stop down because like some oh. fools and like, yo, you can't dig here anymore because you found it's this random indigenous, pottery. Indigenous, indigenous pottery. People, so yeah. <sighs> it, it, sometimes it's frustrating. Like they got to follow all the rules because it's all about following the rules and being safe yes, so they don't get course. shut down and they don't endanger people. Um, no, 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 no. And the thing I like about them, they're all very sincere. Like I've seen some where I feel like yeah, they're they're sincere, like they're looking for this thing or whatever. But they seem kind of smarmy too. Sometimes these guys seem so like this guy, um, Rick and Marty Lagina. Yeah. Um, you know they've been obsessed with this at least the the older brother since um he read about it in TV Guide when he was a kid. Yeah, so was a kid. like lifelong passion to Obsession. solve this mystery. Yeah, he's obsessed. Yeah, and his brother had a lot of money, and so here they are. <laughs> they've got their team i know the, wouldn't you love to be on that team Andy? i think i it would be so fun to just sit at one of their sites and just dust the rocks and do all yeah, the things man. and like I oh I, I, they're sifting and they'll take the dirt and then uh what's his name the little metal detector guy he'll <laughs> he'll scan it for a second and they don't show you all the times they found like a 
t- pull tab off a can. They'll no, no, no. They, sometimes they find a dud, but I'm sure they they look at so many things before they come up with good stuff. But yeah. you know, and then they'll sift through it with these boards, any kind of extras. They look through every little piece, and they'll find some random thing that doesn't yeah. fit, and they'll find out it's some dated something. Mm-hmm. So I, I love it. I've missed it. I'm back. Good. I'm back on Elk Island. I feel like man, this might be the year. <laughs> I feel you like every, that last year. Well, what's sad is, uh, you know, because I've watched previous seasons and, yeah. you know, they're like, could this be the hatch? Could this be where they find the mystery? You know, it's like, nope, you guys have like six more seasons. You still haven't found it, but they sound well, so hopeful. And so, you know, again, I've I've seen, I've watched many seasons of the show, and so I, I kind of fa- fell out for a bit, and so I'm back, and I'm watching the first episode of this latest season, and it's like every other first episode of the previous seasons, it's like, this is all the things we're going to, we're going to explore this more, and then I want to go look at this and this, yeah. and it's like, this year, guys, I think, I think we're about to, I think we're, we're on to something. I think this is the year. Yeah. We're gonna make the big, and they say it every year, and, and they I mean like their it. Optimism, they yeah. mean it. They're yeah. very sincere. They really are. And one of these days, Wendy, they're gonna pull something out of there, and it's gonna be <laughs> hope so incredible. It's they have to have like this massive two-hour special. Yeah, it's gonna blow the lid off of Tara's head. She's gonna. She will know. She will not be able to make fun of us. Good. You know, I feel like I feel like the best parts of the show, honestly, are the previews. Because they always make it sound like, sound like this is going to be the biggest thing yet. And then it's like, oh, it's a coin. Or, <laughs> oh, okay, well, that was cool. But, I mean, they make it sound like I know if there's something good. huge around just around the corner. or next, I'm always like, oh, previews for next week. Is this where it is? And they're like, oh, that sounds really good. And it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, it's probably the beginning is going to be good. You're going to have some good stuff. You know, you're going to have up and down episodes. Of course, I mean, like it depends show. what they find. And every then show. they better ramp it up. Last year it ended with them. He was metal detecting down in the water at the bottom of that hatch. He's like getting all these readings, but the rainy season's coming in. They don't have a permit to go any deeper. Okay, that was cool. Gotta you get got, out. Gotta go. Next, to be con- And that's the season, to be continued right now. Yep. It's on now. So, so what I would can. love, Wendy, this is what I would really love. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask a favor from our listeners. To, I basically want I want to troll Tara. So if you guys, even if you're not if you're not interested, can you pretend? Can you send us an email? We won't tell Tara. Send us an email and how excited you are about Oak Island and how you can't wait. Very sincere, earnest email about how you love this show and you are excited every time they find a Bobby Dazzler. That would be great. And then the whole mailbag will just be emails about <laughs> Oak Island. I would love that. I think that is fun. <laughs> Let's see if we can make that happen. I should be like, oh my God, why is everybody watching this? Oh, <laughs> all they do is find you? wood. Like I said, the, the one time she did watch it with me, it was one of the worst they've had as far as like, they didn't really find anything. Half yeah. the episode was just, remember wood. this? From remember this time? Uh, yeah. I love it. I'm like, Tara, this was not what, <laughs> oh, you know, one of their best, but <laughs> it's soured her for life. Oh, well. We're we're gonna you know what? Tried. we're gonna turn we're gonna turn it around we're gonna we're gonna convince her to give it another shot and you know <laughs> one of these days it uh, darn well better pay off because it has to Wendy Come on. there's no way it has to all this time right. all this time it's gonna be great I'm watching them till they're done same same I'm yep. back I'm back good I'll we'll have to discuss it. <laughs> 
All right. Well, this was fun. Uh, it was great, yeah. Wendy. I love hanging, hanging out with you. We got to talk about, uh, me too. We got to talk about shows Tara doesn't care about. That's right. It's perfect. It's great. No one did debunk us. We decided <laughs> all of it's true. <laughs> That's right. And uh, see what else uh, Encounters brings in coming weeks. Yes. Let's keep going with that. It's, I will. Works. I will, for sure. It's a good watch. All right. Well, you can find us on the Twitter if you like. We're at, at Snotpodcast with 1D. And I think we're on Instagram. Yeah, we are. I'm looking it up. Facebook. I don't know. That's Tara's job. I think it's at at she nerds out podcast. God, we're sad. It is. Uh, <laughs> will it tell me if I go to the Instagram? Yeah, probably. It's. <laughs> oh yeah, she nerds out podcast. All one word. I think that's it. No problem. See, oh, dear. Uh, you can send us an email at shenerdsout at gmail.com. Again, please flood our inbox with all of your Oak Island uh, fan mail. <laughs> we would really like that. You can go to our website, shenerdsout.com. We have merch. You can buy us a beer. You can catch up on old episodes. You can send us a voicemail, and we'll we'll uh, we'll fawn over your, your cool voice. So please do that. Yeah. Especially if you have, like, a cool accent. Yeah, we like accents. We'll take any accent or just your voice. You don't have to have an accent. Also good. All right, kids. Well, I'm off to bed. Okay. Uh, it's dark 30. <laughs> and uh, we will see 30. you next time on the uh, on the old snap. And until then, she nerds out. Out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like nerdy things.